Okay, today's stuff is Daf Chof, as we near the end of Shkolim. <clears throat> Yesterday we got down to the, uh, I have a dot in mind, I'm not sure what it said, but the printings were all different, about eight, nine lines down on the page. Ginoi Shotav Zikin. The Ginoi was a great river, and it, um, <clears throat> it would uh, carry with its uh, flow, with its surge, it would carry some uh, flasks of wine, also, if the, now the wine came down and they found it. The question was, had the goyim touched the wine? Possible of of, of um, yain esach. So also, if the kamer of Yitzchak Barablaz of Amr Yechakmun Shafaya Kitarun, let the ones who pour, meaning the bottlers of of uh, of the wine, let them um, let them uh, identify their knots. In other words, they all had a seal. They had a different kind of seal. If you can identify your seal. It's like your chotam, like you said yesterday, your plumba, your chotam. So if you can identify it, then you know that it hadn't been tampered with and the wine is considered kosher, right? Here he calls it also the pourers, the bottlers. In America, they call them, you know, the bottlers of Coca-Cola, the bottlers of this wine, they, like, as, if, as if all they did was pour it into the bottle. I mean, it means really they manufactured it and sold it in bottles. Nekunya ishtakach beknishta debuli. There was a um, uh, jar full of wine, found in the Beit Knesset, in the shul of Buli. That was the name of the place. Also, the Kamer of Yirmi, the same question, let the ones who mark it, Sikrai, they mark it, like with a red mark, the markers uh, who mark there, again, it means that they're sealed, let them, let them identify it, their, their work, and if they can identify it as their original seal, their mark, then you know the wine is kosher. They found a roasted kid, a roasted animal, in this, uh, in the large uh, uh, street in that city of Gufta, they were matter because of two issues. There's two issues involved. Number one, he found it in a big Jewish city. He found a piece, a bit large piece of roasted meat, big uh, side of beef. The question is, there's two issues. Number one, is it stealing because it belongs to some Jew? Number two, is there a, is it kosher? So they were matter both aspects. Both aspects. They were they matter it in terms of stealing because it was a found lost item with no identifying mark in a large area. So you can rest assured that the owner was gave up hope on it, and you can keep it. And the second issue is, is that most of the people who travel, most travelers are Jews. It was always the Jews who traveled. Yes, Go ahead and stay it's like nobody's in charge. Yeah, but that, but that's, uh, but I would think there's identifying marks on a on a ship, a boat, a ship. You can identify whose it is. No. Yeah. The laws of the seas are different. The laws of the seas. So here we're talking about just a piece of meat in the street. If you find, if you save something, in other words, a lion was was uh, was about to attack in the Adagayas or from the troops, Mishuna Sayam, Mishuna from the uh, flow of the uh, of the sea or the river, or Dola, or from a large street, a large uh, highway, a large a large public uh, uh, public square. And if you find something, uh, a lion was eating, you took it, you can rest assured that the owner gave up hope of ever getting it back, so therefore you're allowed to keep it. And you don't have to worry that maybe a guy shechted it, it doesn't have a good shechita, because most of the people there are Jews, and therefore most of the people traveling and would have left it on the street in these public areas are Jews. So therefore, they, uh, therefore they were matter, you could eat it, and you could take the food home. The Ishtaka turned out, Mindabes Rebbe, that a taka was kosher, that it was kosher because it originated in Rebbe's house. And they were matri kedin. It doesn't mean that 
that it belonged to Beis Rabbi and they had to return it to him because he was also, he was mafkrit. The point was it was kosher. Well, what's the difference whether it was from Beis Rabbi or not? No, no, he's just trying that to, he's matter, trying right? to find, he's talking to Beis the Shikliyosa says, what he's trying to say is that it turns out that this heter that we did based on we these two right. issues, we're right, correct, we're right. It's similar. Eagle devoted a similar story with a with a, a round uh, piece of cheese. Ishtakab a pundak levi in the in the pundak the uh, inn of levi. Two things. Uh, also because mitzi in terms of uh, that uh, you can rest assured that the guy was miayish. There's no problem of keeping it. Number two that it was kosher because they were gozer on Gvinas akum. Right. See, in the first case, we're talking about literally eating the veil of a guy shechted. But here, we're talking about the uh, the zera of Ginnasakum. I mean, I wonder today if you found a piece of meat in Bnei Oh no, no, no! Right? Here, we discussed that right? the other day. Today, if you found it anyway, today it doesn't have fifteen yeah, no way, right? and blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other thing we had that case yesterday where the guy says. <coughs> You know, the guy says, the guy didn't want to, whatever, the butcher had a fight with the customer. He didn't want to sell him any meat. So the customer went and told the guy to buy it. So he went and he bought it, and the guy gave it to him. And the Jew goes back to the see, I beat you. I got the, he says, you think you beat me? He's a guy. I gave him a piece of trafe meat here. So today, so what do we say? He's not believed. He's not believed to ruin all, to say all the butcher, all the whole kosher butcher area, which has ashkachas. You're going to say now that it was gosh me. Today, if a guy would do that, he would ruin his own, his own reputation, nobody would buy from him anymore if he would be believed. You know what I'm He's not believed, right. period. So, again, it's, it's like, you know, you have to look at the circumstances. There's another aspect of this. Uh, the assumption, uh, when, the, when they're talking about the majority of Jews, uh, yeah. the neighborhood of Jews, the assumption is all Jews Right. That's right. The that they were all, they, they were all observant. Correct, 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 correct. That's true. That's true. Also, that... Um, not that they, you know, they, have to be, they were observant in this, yes, they were observant in this, because you're saying that most of them are Jews, and the Jews only bought from the Jewish markets, right? You didn't have what you have today, which is non, non-kosher Jewish meat, correct? A, when, it, when it says, look at it, it doesn't bake Rebbe, you know? But the truth is, even if it weren't, Right, it, the that, is it's correct, right? It's just saying that it turns out it's just the proof, the proof of the fact. Yeah, it's correct anyway. So again, the case with the cheese that they were mounted in terms of ownership, you're allowed to mishum mitzia to talk. You just said a matzim miad a guy's miad. So if you find something in a public place that has no distinguishing marks, you're allowed to keep it. So in terms of ownership, you're allowed to keep it, and in terms of kashrus, you're allowed to keep it. I mean, I'm in other sure words, the year is very quick too. Very quick, yeah. Going to rot. As soon as you so anybody loses, anybody loses, right? It's like losing, right. it's like losing a penny in the street. You know, you're not getting. You Whereas other years may take time. Right, right, right. But here, you know, it's it's over, and you don't expect to get it back. Vishtachim and Rovaz Rebels, again, the same thing they found was from Blaz Yossi. It, was, it was turned out that it was correct that it was from Blaz Yossi, and it was, it was kosher It was kosher cheese, and, uh, and you were allowed to keep it. Omer Amon, Akum, Rebels, Yvanan, Chavayin, Rebana, Machrizim. You say you're allowed to keep it. Well, we see rabbis, when they find a piece of meat or a piece of cheese in the street like this, they do call out, and they say, whose is this? They don't have to. You're saying you're allowed to keep it. I'm late. At ihavis mishkach lona safta. If you would have found it, you mean you wouldn't, you wouldn't just keep it? Rabbiona your own father, Lomar came, didn't he say? El Omar, he, he didn't say that. El Omar, what did he say? He said, Halavai, Kad Nishkach, Nishkach, Min Piyusa Lagav. Halavai, we would find some piece of meat like this. We're really hungry. Halavai, we would find some piece of meat or some piece of cheese like this from this public area inwards. In other words, Halavai, we would find it and we'd be able to keep it. 
Even when he found it, he didn't keep it. He would call it out. The other thing is, the halacha is, you're allowed to keep it. Still, rabbis and people who are Shemai would try to announce it because Lefnimishur Zedin, they would try to say, listen, maybe you, maybe it's yours. You know, would you not like to come? Not because of kashrus and not because of ownership, because technically you own it in Miyash, but right. like, you know, give it back Yosher. anyway. Right, Leosha, like, let's, let's call it out. Again, this, mishra, this whole paragraph is talking about lost and found. So he found an animal from Yerushalayim down south towards Migdal Eder. I think they have a place today called Migdal Eder down there. Uh, you know, south of Yerushalayim. So if you find it, like let's say it's, I don't know, 10 miles around there, any, any area within there, if you find males, you can assume that they are olos. Because most males are brought, males cannot be brought as a shlom, they're brought as olos. They can have, we'll, we'll talk about other animals. So if you had in a cave, you brought it as a shlum. So you can assume that's what it is. Now, what does that mean that's what it is? And what do you do with it? We'll see. If it's right for be a carbon pestle, meaning if it's a zacher, ben shana, keves, or gidi, within 30 days of Pesach, you assume it's a pesach. If it's right for pesach, you assume it's a pesach, and it got lost with the whole mess of uh, all the animals being brought. But Rishona, somebody who found an animal like that, so we're saying here is you bring it if it's an Ola, you bring it as an Ola, bring it as a bring it as a shlom. It sounds like you just bring it that way. What about the Nesachim? You found the animal. You have to bring the Nesachim with it. Remember, So whatever you found, so the Bezin would take a collateral, uh, the Bezin of the, of the Kohana, meaning of the base Mish, from the, the guy who found it, and he'd have to bring a Nesachim. You bring it, you have to bring a Nesachim. So Chazliyos Minichon Nesachim says, I'm not going to find I, I got to do that too. It's one thing. I found the animal. I want to bring the carbon and do it right. I got to now dip into my own savings account to uh, bring the Nesachim. Leave it. Let somebody else find it. And they left it. So they made a takona that the Nesachim should come from the Tzibor. Amrav Shimon Zayin Var Meskina Bezin. The, the Bezin was metakin seven things. That were not the Oraisa, but seven things that were metakin. It means the Bezin of the Khan. Bezin did a lot of other Khan. But it means here with regard to, to Kachim. This is one of the seven. What are the other ones? Nachri is allowed to bring, saying, the carbon and a dove. Remember, Ish Ish, they could bring a netter or a dove. So let's say if he sends a Nesachim with it, Krav Mishalot. If he doesn't send a Nesachim, they brought from the Tzibros. That's one of the Takanas that they did. You could say, who needs, their, who needs their carbon? That's one of the taxes of the, uh, brought from the Shkolem of the Tzibros. Let's say a Ger died, leftovers of he had no Yorshim. If he had his own Nesachim in his estate, Krav Mishalot. Krav that's another one. But tonight, Beznu, Al Koin Gadol, she has a Koin Gadol die, she has a Chosser Krav Mishal Tzibor. The Mincha, he has to bring a Mincha half in the morning, half at night. So you know what? If let's say they hadn't appointed somebody else, also it comes from the Tzibor. If you don't Mishal Yarshim, Judah says no, it comes from the Yarshim. We'll see this discussion in the Gemara also. Did it come from the Tzibor? Did it come from the Yarshim? The Shleim Meisikrav, he didn't bring half in the morning, half at night, but he brought it all in one shot. Only the Kohen splits it. It was only brought all in one shot. The Shiloh and tomorrow's Gemara, we'll see. <laughs> Did he bring a whole one in the morning and a whole one at night, or only a whole one in the morning and nothing at night? But it was only brought whole. That was clear. Because based on the puzzle, he splits it. Nobody else splits it. Another thing that we're talking is, But what about the salt? Salt was used to be salt, salt the carpet. But, you know, you take a little bit extra salt there. I like it real salty. Is that me'ila? No. The Takana was when they were maktish, the salt and the wood for frying it and burning it, etc., for, for barbecuing it, the Takana couldn't have enough from that. Also, they, were, they made a xera, they made a Takana, that you're not mole enough. And how do you, you say you're not mole these things? Because they said originally that these things is permitted. We're not being maktish in the sense there's me'ila. There's no me'ila on these things, on the afer of the paro. Tomorrow we'll talk.
talk about this also. Valkinen, Hapsushi Bamshat Sibur. Let's say we talked about this many times last week. Women or whoever bring up some money for their to pair of birds, a chatos and an ola. And then some of the some of the birds go bad. Whatever, missing a wing. Remember, you know, we, there's ain't Thomas Vazacharis by where there's no union of being uh, a bamum or being uh, or, or what the sexes of the bird. But if it's missing a, a limb, that's no good. So let's say they're puzzled. Or we had the case yesterday where you found some money between you don't know where to put it. And if it's 50-50 between the Nadavas and the Kinem, you put it in the Nadavas. Yeah, but some woman didn't get her. It's possible that it came from the Kinem, from the Chata Sonola, and she didn't bring her carbon. The answer is that you bring extra ones, whatever is missing or, or, or a suffix, you bring extra ones from the Tzibur. Rabbi Yossi says, like we had in yesterday's daf, Hamasapik is a Kinem, Humasapik was. The deal was, you supply a thousand birds, we want an extra five in there for the ones that become puzzle. You know, you're making enough money on the thousand. The guy who supplies it has to supply an extra five for the Sveikas and the Psulim. So these were all the various Takanas that they made. Says Gemara, back to the first one. You say you find an animal. If it's a Zachar, okay. You found it within, if it's an Olaf, it's in a cave, it's a Shlom. Roshi, Rab, Omar, love it to name Shlom. What he do is he brought it the money. What do you mean you brought the animal? You didn't know for sure. You brought a, this 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 uh, this zohar could have been a shlamim too. A shlamim could be a zohar. So what did you do? The answer is you brought money. Let's say you find an animal. So you bring let's say twenty dollars. An animal's worth ten dollars. Bring twenty dollars, and you say like this, and you say, look, if it's an ola, I'm being mocked. Then the kedusha should go on on this money on the ten dollars, and if and the other ten dollars will be for shlamim, and then you reverse. You say whatever's the yotze that way. What do you mean? The animal is not a balmum. You just found the animal. How can you just? How did this animal go out to Kulin now by being put in on money without having a mum? The answer is that's not how you do it. It's not with the money, but you go basarov. Imrovs charim. The answer is you go basarov. Since most of the animals within this, let's say, ten mile radius of Yerushalayim, uh, most of the uh, most of the males are olus. You go basarov. Imrovs charim. Imrovs charim olus. Imrov nekevus. Uh, uh, since most of the animals, uh, we say most of the olas are, means it doesn't mean if, it means that most of the olas are, most of the harm are olas, and most of the caves are shlom, so you go bust of that. So the Gemara says, even so, isn't it possible shlom comes from Why do you say, you say most of the caves come for shlom, right? Most of the caves are shlom, and most of the harm are olas. But some of the Nekavis, some of the Nekavis are for Zachar also. Ve'en a Shlom Yibam, Zachar and Zachar, some of the Nekavis, a Shlom can come from either one. So therefore, what do you do? Kate Zedrosa says, the answer is, Motzi and Lechul and Vachos were Ozebrolos. But you usually take out the Chum, but you do it the right way. You do it by, by waiting until it gets a Mum. In other words, you found this animal. You're not sure what to do with it. So you let it get a Mum. And then you say, if it was an Ola, I'm putting Maktish the money onto, onto the, uh, the, the Kedusha goes onto this money, and I'll bring it all with it. And if it, if it was a shlom, I'd bring the other money. And either way, you see, you want to bring the two karbanos. You want to be setting aside money for an ola and a shlom. make with them. That's his answer. That's what he says. That's what his answer is. So his answer is really that you really have to not only you find the animal, but you've also got to donate extra money now. Right, because you've got to take them the animal, being chalut onto the money, and bring two korbanos. On Rav Zira Kamado, come on, just this like is you all said. based on a rove. 
I'm missing something. Yeah. Here. These animals, we assume they're hegdish. Right, they're hegdish. Right, Why right. do we assume that? Because well, oh, they're within close yeah, to Yerushalayim. Because there was a close to close to Yerushalayim. That's an automatic right, right, assumption. Right. So, so the question is, why don't you just go back to Rov? Right, right, right. It's not my private animal. That's right. So Rov, Rov of Schara, Rov, so he says Rov. So then Rov of Nekevis are Shlomim. But right. Rov of Scharim aren't necessarily right. Shlomim. Matters most of it because gives you all necessarily all because you have all and Shlomim. You're talking here Rov on Rov on Rov then. In other words... The, the 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 fact that you assume that it's a korban is based on a rove. Yeah, that's right. That's, that's right. your first. That's rove. right. That's right. Then you got a rove. Yes, but, but once you say rove, you say once you say rove like it. you saw yesterday, it's a vadai. Meaning when we said rove and avelus, you get malchus if you ate it. And right. We said yesterday, and rove means you can eat it, so it's considered a vadai. So the question is, how much is it a vadai? Mm-hmm. So the gemara still says. The Gemara still says, well, it's still okay. And it's still possible. It's not, it's not good enough. How can you say that scharim are that yeah, yes, most scharim are olas, but the fact is a scharim can be an ola or shlam. Mm-hmm. And there's, you, you have it, it doesn't necessarily mean there is a rove here, but not necessarily. It could be that the uh, could be that most of the animals aren't olos. Most of the scharim animals, all the scharim are either olos or shlamim. So you don't really have a rove. It could be it could be fifty fifty, it could be also some so you don't have a fifty see if you have a rope it's vadai, but you don't have a rope here. So therefore what you do is it's not if you find in a cave it's mashmi he's he's maskim. If you find in a cave, most of the cave is a shlum. Hey, wait a minute, a cave could be one of the other carbonus also. Could be a hatas. That's rare. That's rare. He says most of them are most of them are shlum. Okay? But boys aren't by the way, you also have another one, uh 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 Zahar could be an Ashim also. Ashims are all zahars, right? So, but that apparently that falls away in the in the it's a very small minority. So you still go asar, but here at least it's fifty fifty. And even if, even if there's some or asham, but it's still fifty fifty that it's ola or shlom. Therefore, smash <coughs> that he does this trick for the olas it doesn't mean for the shlom. If you find yeah. it in a cave, it could be so you can still assume it's a shlom and that's it. And you can bring it as a shlom. But if you find an ola, you do this shtick. Rav Zeira disagrees. The top line on the base. Rav Zeira, Kamadom, I glitch like you say with that. To my bezin almost, as we had before, before several times. On the extra sheik of olos, extra. If you have extra money, you bring it as an ola. Cannot the marhacha is hanging saying yeah. To my bezin, Allah obdus. She goes. In other words. Again, you don't have to do this whole shtick with the uh, being machalat, etc. The tznai bezin was that if anything gets lost, that's going to be an ola. I see something. No, that was the tznai bezin took it away from its original kedusha. They said, yeah, you're, when you be unlocked or something, you should know if it gets lost, it's going to become an ola. So that's what he says. And therefore, you don't have to go through that shtick. All right, but isn't this amazing? I mean, you're lit- it's possible that it really is an ola. Because it could be it's a shlom, and now you're making it all. No, we keep it. That's exactly what he's explaining. The kasha is sort of like begging question, but he means really that he's explaining what the tanai bezin means is that they took off the kedusha. The tonight bezin was that only if it doesn't get lost. If it gets lost, we're taking off all the kedusha, and you can start all over again. Nachon, nachon, abeim atzma in la kedusha. Now the same thing we had several times already. This line. So when I was still in Babel, Shemas Kolar, I heard of Yudah Shalom asking Shmuel. Let's say a guy was mafresh. It's regular chazi shekel. Everybody has to give half a shekel. Let's say he gave half shekel and he dies. What do you do with that half shekel? I'm gonna let you put it. Give it to the dava. Another thing. He said, "Moser says, 'Eifa shalom.'" 
and the extra. What do you do with the extra? Uh, what, what do you do with the extra uh, extra part of the seir sefer? The coin god will set aside money for the seir sefer that he brings every day. Let's say there was some extra money. The Rabbi Yochanan says has to be destroyed. Rabbi Lezer says he blew the dove. Okay. How is the Asir Sefer that the coin guild gives and he splits it? How does he do it every day? Rabbi Yochanan says you first split it and then you're Makdashit in the Kli. First Makdashit, Makdashit, and then you split it. So Rabbi Yochanan, we have a Brisa a in, in Menachas which disagrees with Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan says that what you first split in your Makdashit, because it's over there, Makrav Machza u Machza Ovet. What are we speaking about over there? So the Mishnah over there says, but, uh, let's say the half of it became tummy. The one in the evening, you know, he split, he brought half in the morning, and the other half became tummy. That you bring a whole one now, and you split that for Chutzayu Makrav half, and Machza gets lost. <coughs> now, if you weren't Makat, Makdashit, Imlon Eskatshit, Karim Shechatsa, Kurab Yochanan, Madua Machza Shni, why do you have to get lost, right? We never, we never had any Kedusha. So here the Bryce this is Mastis Pligar al Rabbi Yochanan. Why? Because it says Makr Machza, and the other half gets lost in the evening. If you have became Tommy, the coin has to bring another whole one and split it. Half he brings in the evening, the other half gets lost. He, he, he destroys it. Why? If it had no kedusha before you split it, Pasli explains Shikana Filamos because even his money, his money, he was mafresh the money. He didn't yet put it in a in a klisharis. It wasn't before it even had any flour. It was just money. He said extra money gets destroyed. The same thing here. This extra money that was set aside for this asir seifa, the extra asir seifa. Is also gets destroyed, so it's not a kashmash. says that you first makdish it and then you split it. We have a price against him too because it says, This is a different case over there, speaking about where the coin god died in the morning after he brought his half. He brought a half, set aside, and then he died. Now, nobody else can bring his half, so what do he do? They pointed another coin god that day, right after the funeral, they pointed another coin god and he brings his whole one. And he brings half. He only can bring half in the evening. Now, what do you have? You have two that are bro- two that are destroyed, right? So you have the one from the morning is destroyed. The other, the extra half in the morning after the first time God will die, that's destroyed. And his half is destroyed, as the Bryce goes on to explain. Now, so how is it destroyed? You wait till it gets Ibritzor. You wait till it's no sir. You leave it over for the next day. The extra half of the morning of the coin guttle who passed away, the late coin guttle, and the extra half of the new coin guttle, two bits rust, and you wait till they get, you leave them overnight till it became no, sir. Why? If you're mocked, this should originally coin Rishlakish before you split it, then it already had Kedusha. As soon as it becomes possible because it has no purpose, you can't bring the other half, you shouldn't have to wait for Ibutzara. Something that is Kedusha, that goof that's possible, you can destroy, you can burn right away without waiting for Ibutzara. So what's the answer to that? Tashin Mishim Rishlakish? So several ways to understand this. One way to understand is that he disagrees. He says you don't need Ibrut He says that the Sarat itself, the measure itself, is Makdashit, and you talk you don't need Ibrut The way the Shikli Yosef explains it is, no, he means that in this case, you didn't actually, you didn't actually put it in the Klisharis. Yes, the Klisharis would be Makdashit, but he holds that you don't need, like Rishmol says, you don't have to put it in the Klisharis at all. The measure itself, the Isaron that you measure it, is Makdashit only with Kedushas Damim, therefore it had no Kedushas Aguf. If you would put it in the Kli first, Taka would, you would do it, see, you Makdashit. He says, and he'll say that that price doesn't go like Rishmol Lakish. Rishmol Lakish says, you have to be Makdashit first, Kedushas Aguf. He says, no, it goes like Rishmol says, you don't Makdashit Aguf, you only Makdashit Kedushas Damim, therefore it needs Ibut Surah before you can burn it. 
Now, when the Asir Seifu was brought daily by the Kohen Gadol, the Asir Seifu was also a carbon that was brought once upon a time whenever a new coin started working. The, the Stajnikers, when they did it work for the first time, when they, what's called Chanichim, right? They were Chunach <coughs> the first time when they had a Chanukah, when they dedicated themselves. Shakoim Miskarv Tchilavoda, he also brings Asir Seifu, Shalov, Ovda Shabir, he does it himself. Whether it's a coin Gadol doing work for the first time or coin Hegit. Let's say they did work. They did Let's say they never brought their dedicating Asir good anyway. They're supposed to bring a, a Hanukkah, like a carbon Hanukkah that they bring for the first time they did Avodah. But if they didn't, their Avodah is still kosher. Let's say a coin gadol had no experience. They appointed him to be a coin gadol, and this is the first time he ever did the avoda. Also, like a president who had no experience, they just made the president right away. Maybe Shtayim, he brings two asir one for his chinuch, and one for the chovasayom because he's a coin gadol. Uh, presumably the chinuch ones first, because he always did the chinuch ones first, and one for chovasayom for the coin gadol. Now, when it says over there, how does he bring the coin? It says, it says, Morbechas to be in it, you bring it scalded, Tufinei Minchas Pitim. Remember in Sas, it's in, in Sav, it says, Tufinei Minchas Pitim. What does that word Tufinei mean? It means baked of some sort, Minchas Pitim. Bishas Hava Tufinei. It's got to be baked when you bring it. You don't bake it early in the morning when it's prepared. You bring it when you bake it when you're about to bring it as a carbon. But it says over there in Tomid that they. They would uh, the people who made the chavita and prepared. They made it early in the morning. Lasus chavitin. What they did was they prepared the hot water for scalding it, but they didn't actually make the vichan. Uh, what does tufinei mean? Rabbi Yosef B'Shem Rechinina Metagna. You first fry it. Then you bake it. Ravacha B'Shem Rechinina says Ofa. So you first bake it. That's what it means. Like tufina. How do you explain that? It goes like this. Machlok is tanon. It says tufinei tufenano. Right. Bake it. After it's been uh, boiled a little bit, boiled even in, or fried in the in the um, in the oil, so that means tufein up. That's the shita who says that you bake, you brought, you fry it first and then bake it. Rabbi Omer teafena no, no, bake it when it's pretty. Once you once you fry it, it's already dark and ugly, etc., and blackened. So you, fr- you you bake it when it's pretty and then you fry it afterwards. If those are teafena riba, do it many times. Be makayim both. You bake it first when it's pretty, and then you bake it after afterwards both. So the machlokas before is dependent on this machlokas over here. Asanam plukta, kahenam plukta. The first machlokas like the second. Asmandam or tufen, another one says you have to make it nice. Kamandam or ofa, you first bake it, then you fry it. Umandam or tufen, the one who says that you uh, that you bake it already a little bit fried. Kamandam or tagni v'achachim ofa, that you first fry it, then you bake it. Lo soft of our shemes. It doesn't have to be the coin gadol died. Even if the coin gadol became tummy, you also have to follow this procedure of another one bringing, uh, bringing you know, the second one in his place. In other words, and he brings half of the evening. Even, even if he just had a mum, tiny Rabbi Yehuda, yes, Barpazi, the bardalia from that place, even if it became from a balmum, even if he was a mum, you also set up a second coin gadol and he brings the second one, a coin gadol in his place, and brings the evening uh, 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 eifa. 
Let's say the coin girl dies and they didn't appoint another one. You bring his yet you bring his mincha from the orchard. Even though it's referring to really that if the second coin girl is appointed to take his father, the coin girl's place, it means over here that if he died and they didn't have another one, you bring it from the orchard. I might think you also bring it in halves. You bring the whole one. Kula Here's Machlokamira says you bring it from the orchard. Rabbi Shimon says it only comes from the Tzibur, Shnemar, Chok Olam Lashem. Chok Olam, Olam means like the Tzibur, which is forever. Misha, Bris Krusala, with the Tzibur, that they made the Bris with Hashem. Kol Tokter, Kol Laktara, Kol Laktara means it's totally burnt. Now we just said, just mentioned, Kol Laktara means so you say, you bring it to who brings it? Rabbah says, this is really going in the same thing. Rabbah, Mama boy, Machlashiz, Rabbah, Shimon says, Rabbah, Shimon just says that you bring it from the Tzibur. Taman, Omer, Misha, Yorshim, before he said to Yorshim, why? Because he said, in our Mishnah, he says that Basically, it has to come from the Orsham. But the Takana in the Mishnah, we said that it's a, one of the Tanai Bezdin was that it comes from the Tzibor. That's a Tanai Bezdin. But Midarais has to come from the Orsham. And here it's Mashma that he says it comes from the Tzibor based on the Pasuk of Chok Olam. So it's a Steer and Rub Shimon. So what is it? Amrachia, Barava, Velo, Yesom, it's a good Kasha. Also, Rabbi Yaakov Arachni explained Rabbi Vub Shem Yochanan, the Bar Torah, it's like both things are fulfilled. Minat Torah, Lushitei Barmitz, he has to come from the Tzibor, like he says, Chok Olam, it's got to come from the Tzibor. Keeping the Chazdik Mishra from Tzibor, but then what happened was, they didn't have enough money, or they had to come from the Tzibor, start collecting another round of collection for everybody. Nobody was, Ha'isiyam, Re'yigvul Amresh, and they said, Kak from the Yoshim, Keeping the Chazdik Pashba, Skin, Shitei Bar, Mitra Masalishka. In other words, they said, first it was Minat Torah, supposed to come from the Tzibor. Then they said, ah, it's too much trouble to go for the Tzibur, start begging again from everybody. They said, okay, come for the Orshim. Once the Orshim refused to pay up, they said, get somebody else to be the Kohen Gadol. We don't want to pay from our Yerusha. Then they did it back from the Tzibur. So to, to Mekayim both. The Rabbi Shimon says, really, originally it was Minat Torah. Then there was a Tanai Bezdin. Then, then they said, Minat Torah, they said, Minat Torah is supposed to come from the Tzibur. Then they said, bring it from the Orshim. And then there was a Tanai Bezdin. They should go collect it from the Tzibur again. To Mekayim both of these. All right, we'll pick it tomorrow, Mitzvah Shem. The last day that we'll learn here in Shabbos, make a scene.